welcome to Get Divorced Without Getting Screwed, a podcast for men who are thinking about divorce in the middle of one now or are recovering from this horrible process. You will get advice from experts and hear inspirational stories of men just like you who have survived divorce. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back to the show. I'm John Nocklinger, your men's divorce coach and mentor. Welcome to the last podcast of 2021. I don't have a guest today because I wanted to speak to all of you who have been listening to this podcast. First of all, to thank you so much for your support. We have had so many incredible guests and so many of you have been tuning in, listening to their every word helping you all understand the divorce process just a little bit better and all of the other things that you have to deal with when you're going through divorce. My hope is always that those of you that listen to this podcast learn something and hopefully you have a little something to provide to other people too. When you're out in the world, you know there's a lot of people who, you know, really need some extra help. They really do. And My hope is that you hear something in this podcast, an episode, a topic, a guest that you can give to other people to help them through this process. Quite frankly, it's not about me. It's about providing the help that people actually need when they're going through a divorce. But as we close 2021, again, I want to express all the gratitude in the world for all of the support that all of you have provided. And I want to talk to you directly about me because I I know I spend a lot of time, uh, you know, giving advice to other people. And sometimes the one person that needs the advice the most is ourselves. Um, It's the whole concept of why therapists have therapists and why doctors should not treat themselves lawyers should not represent themselves because we all have blind spots that we can't see and we really need others to help us see those blind spots. So I mentioned it in passing in a podcast earlier this year, but I am going through a divorce myself. And um, what's interesting about going through a divorce is that I finally made the decision that I needed to do this because of this podcast, because of the work I do with Divorce Shield, because of the men's divorce support community, the men's divorce network. It's because of all of those things. It's because of the coaching that I've done with other men that I finally looked in the mirror to decide that I needed to get divorced. And on today's podcast, I'm going to go through a little bit of how I came to this decision, how I've put some of the things that I've taught all of you to work to try to create just a little bit of a better, um, you know, divorce process. And it's not done yet. And there's always a chance that it could um, go off the rails because sometimes you can think things are going perfectly and they're wonderful and they just end up not working. So the one thing that we start with is how do you know it's time to get divorced? 
And that's something that um, I've discussed on this podcast. We've talked to experts about it. There's blogs on thedivorceshield.com. It is a topic that a lot of people come to. And as a divorce attorney for almost 20 years, I have talked to so many people who call me and they say, I just need information or I just want to know what it would look like if I got divorced. And really what's happening there is somebody is making excuses. They're making excuses of why they can't get divorced now. And that is, let's all be honest, guys. Getting divorced is a very intimate personal decision that no one else should make but you. It's always been interesting when people call me as an attorney and they say, should I get divorced? I mean, how can anyone say yes? Nobody should say yes because nobody lives in your shoes. Nobody understands what's going on in your life. But, but you have to recognize the difference between legit, legit excuses and the ones you're just telling yourself, you know, the ones you're just, you're just completely um, telling yourself and that you are just making up to stop yourself from moving forward. Divorce sucks. Divorce is scary. Divorce is scary for any number of reasons, the least of which is your life's about to change. You're not going to be living in the same environment that you've been living in. Your children are now going to be in two households. It's hard. It's very hard. But as I have told people for years, and as I finally have told myself, you only live once. One time. We get one chance at life. And if you're not incredibly happy, meaning you wake up excited about your day, you come home to a spouse that you have nothing but love for, then you're wasting part of your life because we all deserve happiness. We all do. We all deserve the ability to be completely happy. Not just content, not just okay, not just, oh, well, you know, this person doesn't hit me. This person doesn't yell at me, so I should stay married to them. No, you're entitled to be happy and completely happy. 100% happy, 1000% happy. Now, if you're not happy, does that mean you need to get divorced? Maybe not. I mean, sometimes we're not happy because we're not having communication with our spouse, right? We're not actually figuring out what's wrong because sometimes there's a way to fix the marriage. That's why there are things called marital counselors out there. And there are ways to fix the marriage. But first of all, that takes two willing participants. And secondly, not everything can be fixed. It's just true. Not everything can be fixed. Um, marriage is one of those things where there is the, the, um, friendship component. There's the intellectual component and there's the emotional component. And the emotional component is the one thing that I've come to the conclusion that you really can't fix. 
Um, love is one of those things that just exists in the world. You know, you don't create it. You don't force it. It just exists. You either love someone or you don't. And actually, that's not that's a wrong way of saying it. You're either in love with somebody or you're not. Now, will that will that strength of being in love fade a little bit over time? Sure. I mean, there are all kinds of people that will talk to you about the honeymoon syndrome. When you first meet somebody and you're intensely in love, you do crazy shit. You do crazy shit, right? Um, but you know, you still should be in love with the person you're with. You know, whenever you're with them, you know, in bed, you should still be turned on by them. And those are the sorts of things that many people think you can fix. And some people may listen to this and, you know, immediately roll their eyes at me. But those are the things that are more difficult to fix. The things that you can fix are the communication problems. The fact that you're not properly communicating with your spouse what you need and what you want. And that there are a lot of unspoken issues in your marriage. Those are things that you can fix. Communication is one of those things that a lot of people need help with. And maybe you can discuss, you know, uh, physically, emotionally things that you need uh, from your spouse. And maybe that will help your marriage. But we all need to come to the realization that sometimes a relationship has met its natural end. And the one thing that I think it's difficult for people to understand, and it certainly was difficult for me, is there's nothing wrong with that. It's not because anyone did anything wrong. There's a mis misnomer that when people get divorced, it's because someone did something, someone cheated, someone's been abusive, whatever. It's totally false. I say that not only from personal experience, but I say that as almost 20 years of being a divorce attorney and as coaching so many guys through their divorce process over the last 18 months. You don't get to sit there and just say, well, I'm getting divorced because of X. Because that's too easy. And that's a cop-out too, guys. If you just say one thing happened and I'm out, you know, how strong was your marriage to begin with? You know, a lot of times when people get divorced for what I would say the right reasons, it's a, it's a slow drift. It's a slow drift where you finally realize at some point that this person you're with, you may love them very much. They may be your best friend, but you may just finally decide, listen, I'm not in love with them. They don't give me, you know, butterflies in my stomach anymore. They don't, you know, I don't look at them and just immediately get turned on by who they are. I don't mean that sexually, but get turned on by them. And, you know, whenever you get to that point, that's when you need to sit down and think about, is this marriage still working? So many people stay married just because that's the expectation. You know, most uh, prior generations, the expectation was you stay married forever till death do us part. There's a reason for that phrase. But, you know, we live in a world now where you should be able to be happy. And being miserable till the very end is not okay. Um, I certainly have seen firsthand family members, friends who have been elderly, who are still married, who should never have stayed married. And 
I don't know how you guys feel, but the whole concept of still being miserable when you're 70, 80, 90, if you're lucky to live that long, doesn't set well with me. And I, I think that's, a, uh, that's not completely fair because I personally wasn't miserable, I just wasn't happy. And there's a difference between not about from being miserable to being unhappy. You know, um, so, so getting to the point where you decide you're going to get divorced is a long process, but I think you have to be honest with yourself. If you're unhappy and, you know, you look at your spouse and they don't give you those butterflies anymore or, you know, actually, you know, they're starting to annoy you quite a bit, which is something I experienced that just every little thing was starting to annoy me, but it was not, I wasn't annoyed at the thing. I was annoyed because my body was trying to tell me that this relationship wasn't working for me anymore. Um, which is not, has nothing to do with my ex at all. It has nothing to do with my ex. It's just a matter of you've got to listen to your body. And sometimes there's a long transition between the time you start to recognize that there's, you know, that you're not as happy as you should be and the time you decide to get divorced. And that's the, pro that's the time frame that is really difficult for a lot of people. Because there are a lot of people that are gut instinct. The second they figure it out, they want to get divorced. There's other people that it takes a lot longer. And I would argue that, you know, there's certain things that might delay your uh, decision making. And one of them is having children. Um, because having children is stressful. And you can easily mistake the stress of having children and the stress that it creates in your life. Not bad stress, but just stress. Um, it's easy to say, well, my marriage is suffering because of that, or it's causing issues. Um, again, excuses. Because at the end of the day, when you recognize that something's wrong, it's sort of like when something's wrong with your body. You know, a lot of us feel pain and we know something's wrong. Most men ignore it as long as we possibly can before we go see a doctor. But you know when something's wrong. You can feel it. Same thing goes with your marriage. Same thing goes with your marriage. You can feel it deep down when it's not when it's not working. And that's really important that you um, that you recognize those signs. So once you've made the decision, after you recognize those signs, and you decided mm, it's the time. It's the time to get divorced. Again, it's not as easy as just pulling, you know, a lever and saying, I'm divorced now. There's a lot that goes into it. Now, what I just described is a process that you, you come to, that you decide, yes, I need to be divorced. So by the time you decide you're going to get divorced, you've already gone through the entire process. You've gone through all the emotions of getting divorced. So what does that mean now? Well, now you've got to tell your spouse. You've got to tell your spouse, I want to be divorced. Now, for me, what had happened was that we had been, we had conversations about whether or not the marriage was working for a while. And I think that I lied to myself that it was working and that it was salvageable. Um, COVID actually kind of disguised the issues because like most of you, 
Um, I was forced to stay at home all the time. So things did improve a little bit just because of the sheer uh, amount of time that was being spent together. But it didn't last forever. So it really, there was, there was sort of a breaking point that occurred, and I think this happens with a lot of us, is even, even though it wasn't the thing or the reason why you're getting divorced, it certainly is the straw that breaks the camel's back so to speak. And something happened. I'm not going to disclose it on this podcast, but something happened and it became very obvious to me that it was good for both of us to be divorced. And I'm not going to speak for my ex-spouse, but it was good for both of us to be divorced. And uh, we decided that that's what was going to happen. Of course, then what happens? You got to have that conversation. That conversation is probably the hardest conversation any of us can have that we you know, admit to ourselves and to our spouse that we want to end the marriage. And there's a lot of emotions that go on there. And quite frankly, if you're the one that's saying that you um, want the divorce, then really what's happening is the other person may have wanted it too, but they're, they're, they're experiencing it right now. They're experiencing that grief. It's like just being told that someone died. And you got to start going through all the stages of grief. And that's really difficult. And one thing that I learn have learned in doing all of the work that I have done is that you cannot say, I want a divorce, and then immediately hitch your spouse with papers. Because they need to go through the grieving process. And quite frankly, they deserve to go through it. My ex deserved time to go through the grieving process. And not only do they deserve it, it really will help your entire divorce to ensure that they're not making decisions from an intensely emotional place of hatred and severe depression. You want them to at least have processed what they're going through and come at everything with a level head. Because if you don't, you might have a really bad divorce process that you've heard about before. I know I've represented many people going through these horrible divorce processes. Um, I call it the, I found out my spouse is cheating and I run in and file file for divorce immediately. Those are always going to be bad because you haven't had a chance to process what's actually happening. So in my circumstance, a couple things happened that Um, We're actually different from what I normally do, both in coaching and in uh, my work as a divorce attorney, but I thought they were very good things that happened. First was, we went to a counselor together after we we talked about getting divorced. And what this did was, it allowed us to start to communicate and express our feelings about the process. Not to try to get back together, but just to experience communication that was probably not going to happen because of the disparity in the way we were feeling about things. Um, Also, there was a sense of let's do a separation so that we can start to get used to the fact that we're not together anymore. So, um, you know, and those are all good things. And obviously, both of us had our own therapist. Now, anyone who listens to this podcast knows that I say all the time, the first person you should go get 
when you're starting a divorce is not an attorney, it's a therapist. You need a therapist to sort of work through all of the emotion that you're going to be feeling. So that that happened with us and we had a joint therapist so that we were able to work through the inevitable communication problems. Now, what happens a lot of times and certainly happened with us is we were going through this process and it became very obvious to me that that we needed to move it along not because i don't want to i didn't want to be married anymore necessarily but because it just it wasn't good it was like it was kind of like a hang now you have to trim it you can't just sit there and let it dangle and we had gotten to a point where we were communicating things were okay and so I decided it's time I need to be divorced. We need to move this along. We need to not physically be together anymore. We need to, you know, divide our assets, sell our house, move on. And that was difficult. That was difficult too, because the first time I said it, it was, okay, hypothetically, we're getting divorced. But then, you know, things didn't really pan out you know, we were still living together just in separate bedrooms. Some people like will live in that situation for years, which I don't get because it's just not real. You're not having a real life. You're not experiencing anything because you're just living in two different bedrooms, but you still are under the same roof. So that was when I finally just decided I, I can't do this anymore. Um, it's not fair to me. It's not fair to my ex-spouse. It's not fair to our child. It's just not fair. So I decided it's time to get divorced. I had that conversation during one of our joint therapy sessions. In retrospect, maybe not the best forum for that because um, my ex, I think, felt like a um, wounded animal in the corner of the room and you know had no place to go. But for me, it was... It was a place for me to go and do it. Um, and, you know, as with all things, because my ex was going through the stages of grief, that did revert a little bit, and there was a lot of emotion for a while. Now, a couple things that I want to talk about and that you've heard on this podcast. In fact, there was a, a very good episode not too long ago with a mediator Judith Weigel, who we, you know, we talked about the importance of not litigating, not going to court, not going the traditional route where you just go and hire an attorneys and you start fighting. And so one thing that my ex and I agreed to early on was that we were not going to do that. Not only because we know it would cost a lot of money, but it would drag our daughter through it. It wouldn't do anything to help us co-parent. And our issues are not unique or difficult. They just require two level-headed people to reach an agreement. An agreement, by the way, and this you'll hear this from judges and attorneys alike, an agreement is usually something that, one, that both parties don't like something about. I mean, you're never going to get an agreement you love. You know, you might not have the parenting schedule you want. You might be paying more for 
and support than you really want to. You might not think it's fair to give you know, your spouse your pension or whatever the case is. But the fact of the matter is, there's a choice, a choice that's made when you start a divorce. The first choice is how you start the process in terms of how do you tell each other, how do you act around each other, how do you act around your kids. The next choice you make is how you're actually going to physically get divorced. And I will tell you right now, the go to an attorney and just file something with the court, wrong. Don't do it. Um, now, I'm not, that's not legal advice because there are certainly very unique circumstances where you might need to do that. But for 95% of you, that is not the way you do it. The way you need to do it is go get some advice and then go to a mediator. And the mediator is a somebody who is going to be able to help you and your spouse bridge your communication gap and find common ground so that you can resolve your issues. And you do that with the knowledge and advice that you receive from an attorney. Because one thing is very you know, very true when you're going through a divorce is that there's what the law says, but the law is very gray in a lot of respects. So there's a lot of room for compromise. And even if the law says somebody's entitled to something, that doesn't mean that that needs to happen. Because at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is find out what's fair for this family, what each person needs, and just move on. You know, that whole concept of you don't want to pay a dollar to get a dollar is so true in divorce. You know, I've seen people spend $30,000, $50,000 to get an additional $10,000 in support. I mean, everyone listening to this knows how absurd that is because it had nothing to do with the money. It was all about winning. It was about getting something over on their spouse. But... I just wanted to get on today on this podcast and first of all, tell everyone a little bit about what I'm going through, remind you that all of the episodes of this podcast, going back to the very beginning, all have very important things for you to listen to. And especially those of you that are thinking about going through a divorce and you're not quite sure whether or not you want to do it yet. You really need to give this some serious consideration of why are you delaying? Because the second you think about getting divorced, the second it enters your mind, the second that you start to think about your post-divorce life, your mind's already, your subconscious at the very minimum has already decided that's what needs to happen. And I'm not talking about the one night you have a fight with your spouse and all of a sudden you're pissed off and you're thinking about divorce. I'm talking about perpetually thinking about what life would look like after a divorce. You need to have a serious talk with yourself about whether or not it's time. And as we approach the end of the year and we start a new year, it is a, there's no time better than now to really have that serious talk with yourself. I know some of you are probably thinking, oh, it's the holidays. I can't think about this around the holidays. That's a bullshit excuse. It is a bullshit excuse. So is the excuse that you're going to wait for your kids to, you know, finish the school year or graduate from high school, or you're going to wait until this happens or that happens. They're all bullshit excuses. What you need to do is actually have that honest talk with yourself, that honest communication with yourself of whether or not you're truly happy. Are you truly happy? 
You know, one of my favorite phrases that we use in my law firm is children don't need married parents. They need happy parents. It is so true. You need to be happy. We only get one chance at life. And if you spend your life not completely happy, not completely just waking up every morning ecstatic that you're alive and that you're with somebody who you not only love completely down to your core, but who also loves you completely down to your core, what are you doing? Why are you even alive? What are you living for? Seriously, ask yourself that. What are you living for? Don't you think it'd be just better not to be married at all and just, you know, go out and have fun rather than be in a marriage that's somehow dragging you down and not letting you live your life to to its fullest potential? It's a decision we all make. It's a decision that we all can make. It's a decision that no one other than you can make. So as we end the year, I want you to look in the mirror. And I want you to ask yourself, am I happy? Am I truly happy? Am I lying to myself that I'm actually happy? Those are things you can do right now. And they're things that you should do right now. Because for many of you, particularly those of you that have been listening to this podcast, and there's many of you not just listening to this for fun. You're listening to it because either you or someone you know is going through these issues. And that means you're thinking about it. And if you're thinking about it, probably means there's a serious issue in your marriage. That either means you need to be divorced or you need to actually get your butt into a chair with your spouse in front of a therapist and work through whatever issues there are to see whether or not it is something that can substantially be changed and save your marriage. If you're unhappy, those are really your only two choices. Because if you choose to just live in unhappiness and misery, I mean, I guess that's a choice you can make. But what are you doing to yourself? When you're on your deathbed, do you think you're going to be happy that you didn't find a way to have a happier life? Or do you think you're going to have regrets? It's one thing you need to think about. It's certainly one thing that I thought about. And I just want everyone to remember that divorce is not failure. Divorce is not failure. And you don't have to hate your ex-spouse. You don't. You can still be friends. You can still talk to each other. If you have kids in common, they're going to be a co-parent forever. But that doesn't mean you need to be married to them. That doesn't mean that they need to be the center of your world. You need to be loved. You need to be able to give love. And we all need to make the best of this one life we have on earth. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. I'll see everyone in 2022. Thank you for listening. Please remember to subscribe to the show. We'll see you next time.